0: Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Today I have a special guest, her name is Catherine gangor and I hope I pronounced that right and she is an emotional alchemist, a mind-body healing practitioner and a master NLP transformational health coach. Catherine, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me Rita, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Pleasure to have you. So what I like to do is just briefly kind of just find out a little bit about you and how you got involved in the work that you do.
1: Absolutely. Um, well, I was always um, involved in health. Um, I was a nurse for many years, a nurse practitioner, you know, in Canada with prescription rights and um I, I've always seen the, the person in their entirely, in, in their global self, you know, I've always seen that the body, whatever was happening in the body, illnesses, pains, whatever, was connected with the mind and the spirit. Um, but in the medical field, I was finding myself constrained by the structure of the medical field. And um, I felt like, I, I no longer resonated with the paradigm of the medical field. And what got me out of the medical field was getting sick myself with the pretty bad case of chronic, acute on chronic Lyme disease that I had to figure out by myself in 2016. Um, but really, this, has, this really showed me how the body and the mind and the spirit go together for healing, because I healed in record time creating my own protocol with um, natural ingredients, uh, evidence-based products, supplements, and things like that based on my intensive research. Yeah. And, um, and I did a lot of emotional healing and a lot of personal transformation. You know, Rita, oftentimes you hear people talk about, you know, they had a cancer or they had an accident or they had a divorce, or they were laid off their job, and this was the best gift that happened in their life. At the moment, they didn't know about it, yeah. but it it kind of threw them into a life that is much more aligned with who they are. So for me, Lyme disease was that. It was the biggest gift in my life, and it it required quite a bit of <laughs> transformation, and um, and modifying how I was living my life completely career-wise. I left the medical field and um, uh, relationships, personal, intimate relationship, uh, place of living. I mean, everything just went into the transformational blender. Um, But really um, what I'm doing now with people, I feel is so much more profound than any prescription I could have written as a nurse practitioner, because it integrates the body and the mind and the spirit together. And, and it's like, I can see, hear and feel where people are leaking their energy, meaning they're, they're leaking their personal power and they're not aligned with who they are. And we can talk more about that, but um, it's basically um, an illness and a deep, Un- unfulfillment that, that pushed me into doing what I've been doing for the last six years now.
0: Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think what you said, what you actually touched upon is so important because I always say sometimes there, there is a blessing in going through hardship because yes. you know we never know what the blessing is like you exactly rightly said until we have come out of it. And then we're like, I actually not only knew, discovered what direction I needed to go in, but also it made me more self-aware of who I am. And therefore it, it had it gave you a purpose and a strength that probably if you never went for it, you'd still be on your journey doing what you're doing. And instead of going for that higher calling, I call it. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So you mentioned energy leaks. What are energy leaks in the body and how is it caused?
1: Yes, this is an interesting concept because I remember one time being on my bike, because this is where I get all of my downloads <laughs> on the bike yeah. in the morning or any time of the day. And remember thinking like, oh, my gosh, I'm having all these wonderful results with my clients. But I, I didn't know tangibly what what is it that I was really doing? And I was asking the questions, you know, out to the universe. I work with spiritual beings and the committee, I call it. And and then it came to me in the form of a a mathematical equation, which I call the energy equation. And it's interesting because when we say, oh, I feel energized or I feel tired, there's multiple things that come into the equation. And here's how I distilled it down. So the equation is how... We generate energy and this is through our habits, you know, eating, sleeping, exercising, uh, but also the the inner discourse, um, you know, that we have with ourselves, you know, the self-care. So generating energy plus investing this energy in ways that you have a bigger return on investment than what you had to invest, just like money. And investing your energy is something like, let's say you're passionate about a project And you can spend hours doing that project and you don't even see the time go by and you come out of there and you're energized. Or you go to coffee with somebody and maybe you felt a little blah before you went, but you come out of there like (gasps) energized and activated. So that's how you invested your energy strategically in such a way that you had a bigger return on energy, on investment. So generating plus investing divided by energy leaks. And this is where my specialty lies. And the energy leaks are, I mean, I keep finding some with working with clients, but you know, in the body, the energy leaks are something like, you know, bad habits, bad food for you, not sleeping well, um, immunity eating stuff that you don't know you have. Um, it's not necessarily like a full blown allergy, but you have sensitivities to that, that activates your immune system. Pain is a big energy leak in the body. Um, uh so these are kind of the more tangible energy leaks in the body. But I would say, Rita, that the most energy leaks are in actually in people's minds. And I'll give you some examples. And I, I'm sure you and, and your clients and your audience can relate. So in the mind, energy leaks would be something like um, perfectionism, thinking it has to be perfect. Yeah. being being so severe with yourself and critical of yourself yeah. oh i'm such an idiot for doing this that's a huge energy leak yeah comparing yourself with other people um saying yes to people or circumstances while in your heart things said it said no and so you kind of stepped on your own truth or you're you you did not listen to yourself or you didn't listen to your intuition um all Of the shootings that we were doing, we're shooting all over the, ourselves like, like I should do this, I should do that, or I should have, and the regrets that have come with that. These are big energy leaks because they the energy leaks are very subtle. It's like a, a pipe that's leaking, bloop, 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 bloop. yeah, and you don't necessarily notice it on a daily basis, but you notice that you feel tired and you feel heavy and you feel um maybe sad or angry or irritated um you're not as motivated as you could be you feel indecisive you feel not as happy as you could be and so it's kind of this really subtle leak that's going on on a daily basis and uh, I mean I could name I could name a lot um actually I have um a, a one-pager pdf document with some questions uh, when people go on my website um that they can get the energy equation and i i have listed them all and i keep adding some because wow. um, wow. having awareness of that is important
0: definitely can someone who um has these energy leads can they like because obviously you're saying you know um, like when you're saying about almost like um a pipe leaking and dripping you know can someone one moment feel good and positive and then within that space of time like within say an hour or a couple of hours suddenly find themselves the energy's gone they're demotivated and all that what they set out to do is they've just feel like they've gone backwards and that's in the same day is that also um definitely energy leak
1: oh definitely and Energy leaks will will inform your state of the moment. So what you're describing is in one moment, your state is energized. Maybe you feel happy, you feel, you know, clear-headed. And then the next moment, something happens to either trigger a belief that you have or trigger something in you, an emotion. And then boom, you get in a state where your energy just leaks. And I used to feel that physically. when my energy would leak and um i'll give some example because i know when i give examples it helps people to relate to how their energy is leaking so for me let's say i would be in a situation and somebody would make a comment that i felt was personal to me Mm -hmm. and derogative you know putting me down or something like that um I would feel as if I had a tap at the base of my spine and you would open that tap. And it's almost like all the energy from my body would just yeah. leave me through that tap. And all of a sudden I felt super weak and cold chills. And it's like something was leaving my body and I couldn't, I couldn't hold it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: For some people, it's going to be like a sinking feeling in their chest. Yeah. Or a, a ball in their throat. They feel like crying, or they feel like something is stuck there. So, all of these little things um, is important to pay attention because your body is the messenger for your for your mind and for your soul basically your soul is stuck in your body and it the only way it can express itself is, is through your body
0: yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> true so what does one person do if they've they've noticed this so you know they could be listening to the to the episode and saying okay yep yeah, that happens to me what do I do I mean, apart from obviously coming in and and booking a session with you, of course. But what can they do for themselves?
1: Well, I would say, Rita, the the first key in, in a healing kind of journey, because healing energy leaks is 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 a healing journey. The first key is awareness, yeah. and just by becoming aware in itself helps to plug the some of the leak, if not all of the leak. If you you know, if you've been on on a personal journey personal growth journey for a while and you're like oh okay i noticed that in that situation i feel like this and my energy goes to the you know sinks down all right i'm going to be more mindful of how do i perceive these things so um in the healing journey it's awareness transformation and wholeness now the transformational piece is the most important one to come to wholeness, and like you said, yes, you know, we, you can have a session with me or with you, and I also like to teach client to self-transform some of the of the of the beliefs, yeah. um, and it comes with the 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 um, the cascade of meaning. What creates a state of of disempowerment or you know losing your energy, losing your state basically, mm-hmm. is you're going to see an event. Or have a thought. Yeah. And then you're gonna you're gonna ascribe a meaning to that. Yeah. And the meaning is what will bring the emotion. The emotion will trigger the behavior. The behavior will bring in the result, and the result will reinforce the meaning. Yeah. So the first thing to go into, the key is to change the meaning. And I like to give an example sometimes, you know, let's say you're coming into the office and and you're coming in, you're joyful, and the secretary doesn't even look at you and doesn't say, you know, hello to you. Let's say you're a person that might be a little bit more anxious in social situation. Oh, and, and you would feel like the meaning you would describe is, oh, did I do something wrong? You know, maybe she's upset with me. Why is she not talking to me? And this is going to bring an emotion of, like, anxiety. And then your behavior later in the day, you might kind of just avoid the secretary or be, you know, you don't want to disturb her. And then she might just stay in in whatever she's doing, which will reinforce the meaning that I must have done something wrong. And it just keeps the emotion getting worse.
0: Yeah, it keeps you in your shell, doesn't it, really? Yeah.
1: Exactly. Versus if you were to change the meaning and to say like, oh, I noticed this person didn't say hi to me. Maybe she's going through something. Like maybe something is happening in her life, and and she's just not doing well. So, uh, and and then you know you get into an emotion of maybe compassion or empathy, um, and then the behavior will be maybe at lunchtime you go talk to her and say hey. Is everything all right? I just, I'm, I'm you know, I, I care about you and I, I just want to make sure you just didn't seem like yourself this morning. And then she might open up and, and cry and whatever, tell you what's going on. And then the result might be a deeper connection with that person, which will reinforce the meaning that you gave, that it was not about your, it was about this person and you gave them a chance to express themselves. So to transform this is to transform the meaning. Now, this is not always easy because meanings come from beliefs that we have about ourselves. And beliefs are deeply programmed early, early in our childhood, (laughs) as you know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I think definitely what you said there in terms of, and, and I think this is something I always... Always remember from previous teachings that I'd learned for myself personally, but as well as like yourself um, teaching clients, is again coming back to that changing the me. It's it's all to do with a lot about training our mind, isn't it? The mind, how the mind, you know, a lot of people disassociate the mind from the emotions. They think, you know, well, no, my emotions are different. Even though my mind wants to do this, it's like, no, you know, this is how I'm feeling. I can't. But really if we looked at the mind and actually allowed, like you said, the meaning, which is, you know, obviously stems from the subconscious. But again, it's that it's the mindset training that we have that helps us control and like deal with the beliefs and the subconscious I mean, that's just my interpretation. What's what's your interpretation?
1: Absolutely. I mean, the subconscious, um, the subconscious mind drives ninety-five percent of our of our thoughts, yeah. and and so that leaves us with five percent of conscious will willpower. And I've seen so many people. They're like, I'm wanting to be happy. I'm trying to do the things to be happy, and yet I'm unhappy. And then that's when. What I like to do with clients, I mean, coaching is more experienced than, ex, than explained, but what I like to do with clients is to really go back to the root of where their beliefs got in, kind of imprinted yeah. so that they can understand this, that this subconscious belief, let's say the subconscious belief that so many people hold that of, I'm not good enough. Oh. And then we go understand where that got in, in imprinted and make a different Decision there based on the higher perspective of our life experience of today, wow. and then that re that will re imprint all of the life experiences where the "I'm not good enough" belief was showing up in our life. Because if ninety five percent of of our thoughts are subconscious, and your subconscious mind loves you, it wants to make you right. It's like, hi hi captain, I'm gonna you know make you right. If yeah. if your subconscious mind you know, here's that you're telling yourself, oh, I'm not good enough, or I, I wasn't good enough for this person or for this project. Your subconscious mind is like, oh, I love you so much that I'm going to create events in your life outside of you that will reflect back to you that you're not good enough because I want to make you right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So the, the subconscious mind is actually a great tool, but it needs direction. It needs a clear, um, intentional direction and so when you learn to to direct your subconscious mind in the direction of your goals and aspirations and and heal the the old wounds and the old beliefs that no longer serve you then you become just unstoppable (laughs) it's it's amazing that's
0: great and i love the fact and then that kind of reverts back to what we were talking about earlier about the um, energy leaks yes sense of that and being able to f- fill those holes up maybe you know like kind of plug them back. <laughs> plug them back you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: great stuff now i love this so you obviously um are a master nlp transformational coach health coach how can one use nlp to help them maintain a healthy lifestyle
1: it's, um, it's a great question. And NLP is neurolinguistic programming. It's a great tool. And um, it was basically, it came together as um, a tool to model successful behavior. And neurolinguistic programming is basically reprogramming the subconscious mind and reprogramming old beliefs in order to, ha- to have. Uh, to have behaviors and actions that are reflective of this new belief yeah. in order to, to transform your life. One of the things I love about NLP is, I mean, it's so diverse in, in all of the tools that it, it um, offers. Um, but I love using empowering questions and I can give examples of this for your audience. Um, I think they're going to dig this. Um the quality of your life is a reflection of the quality of the questions that you ask, because in the question, there's a presupposition of the outcome. So if somebody is asking the question, why is this happening to me all the time? Why me? Well, the subconscious mind loves you and it'll answer that question, but you've asked the question in a very limited way because now you sent your brain on a search to make you right for why this is always happening to you. And then it'll bring circumstances that keep you stuck there. Shit, yeah. But when you learn to use empowering questions that start with either what, who, or how, inserting the, the presupposition in the question of what you want to see happening in your life, it's a total game changer. I'll give you an example. Let's say somebody wakes up in the morning and they're tired. They're feeling tired. They haven't slept well. It's a busy week, whatever. And they're like, oh, how am I going to be able to finish this day? Like, oh, Why am I feeling so tired? Well, here's a better question. How can I feel even more energized in my body and mind in such a way that I have a great day today? And so even though the energy might not be there yet, the question that you're asking is sending your brain, your reticular activation system, on a quest to make you right. And so it's gonna it's gonna look for ways that you have even more energy presupposing that you already have some.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's gonna send you on a quest to have a great day, basically. Yeah. And so the questions that you ask yourself, and I know when I change my inner discourse, let's say I, I was observing something I didn't like in my in my daily life or you know, I would immediately, Go into a question that presupposes a different outcome than what I was observing that I didn't like.
0: So. Love that because we often, you know, we ask ourselves the same question in the same tone, yes, day after day. It's just almost that record that we're playing over and over again in our heads. But this causes even you just saying that that question in a completely different way had energy to us so it causes the mind to to be like oh hold on I have to search for ways to so it's almost solution oriented, isn't it?
1: It is it is it's 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 intentionally creating the outcome in the question that you're asking and it's it's very powerful it's you know let's say you're wanting more opportunity in your business instead of looking at the business and going like oh my gosh how am I going to make more money? Oh my gosh. Uh, You know, where are the clients? Oh, okay. Um, How can I be even more aware of the infinite possibilities surrounding me right now? And all of a sudden it's like, your awareness goes open, expanded. And you see things that in your limited question, you were not seeing them because you were kind of putting like a you know, like what, what they put on horses, well, how do you call it? The, the, the blinders? The
0: Yeah, yeah. Almost <laughs> like thinkers, don't they? Yeah.
1: Yes. Right. So the, the question will empower your life to bring in more of what you want instead of what you don't want. And it's a, it's a mind training basically, but this is uh, NLP modeling successful behavior. This is one of the tools that um, I teach my clients and they're I was teaching a client uh, yesterday about this and her mind was like, oh, my gosh. So it makes such a big difference because the word that we speak have creative power.
0: Yeah. And we we don't realize how much we listen to ourselves, You, you know, even though we're obviously not verbally speaking out. Yes, in our head. We are listening constantly, all the time. Constantly. We say so. If we change the wording, we change what's going on subconsciously. Yes. So it all is. It's like a. It's almost like that cycle of mindset, isn't it? In that cycle it of is.
1: Change. Yeah. And even for body bodily um, illnesses or pain, the body is constantly listening. Like every cell in in your being is constantly listening. To your inner discourse. And I remember when I was sick with Lyme and, and at the worst time where I just felt awful and so tired, I would catch myself instead of saying, oh my gosh, I feel like so tired. And, and, and I would catch myself and then send myself to a place where I felt strong, like in my own mind, I fly hang gliders. And so I would, I would go to the top of the mountain in my own mind, Feel, you know, the wind on my face, feel the weight of the glider, feel my muscles being so strong to control the glider and just launch. And that was from laying on my bed flat, you know, but I was signaling and this is we know this through epigenetics. Now, by doing this, I was signaling new genes to actually turn on the expression of healthy cells because your body is 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 hearing all of the visualizations and the and the and the things that you tell yourself and the feelings that you feel, and it's going to match that at the cellular level. So when I was laying flat on my bed, feeling so exhausted, tired, in pain, dizzy, but in my mind, in my senses, I was getting ready to fly and fully like in control. My body was like, Oh, we need to match that. And it, it, and I'm not, I'm not the only one who has done that. If you've known the work of Joe Dispenza, yeah. this is how he's healed his broken spine, you know, and um, neurosciences uh, has been advancing so much uh, with physical healing from using your mind and your senses like this. It's yeah. powerful
0: yeah neuroscience is so so powerful I love Mm -hmm. everything to do Mm -hmm. with it so would you say from what you've just said that that is almost a secret ingredient to that powerful mind body and soul connection
1: absolutely absolutely it's it's your inner discourse and how you can communicate with yourself um and who you choose to be so Uh, when we, when we go through a process of change, um, you know, we can, we start with changing behaviors, but then we change beliefs and eventually we change identity to aligned, to align with the identity, the essence of who we are. Right. So, um, and it's so powerful to touch the identity i give you an example if somebody wants let's say to quit smoking but in their mind they say i am a smoker well anything you say after the word i am by definition is touching your identity yeah so they might change behavior but if in their mind they're still saying i'm a smoker if they're going to revert back to it and so to change the beliefs and the identity and how you're telling yourself and it can be i'm an ex-smoker you know or I am, putting only, I am putting in my body only things that are good for it. And you repeat yourself these things. I used to tell people, you know, if we were to record the thoughts that you have in a day, oh my you, know, <laughs> and, and you know, and you knew that the thoughts is, are emitted by the CEO of your body, mind, spirit company, yeah. would you keep that CEO in place or would you fire that CEO?
0: Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's very true it's a great way of looking at it <laughs> <Heck> yes <laughs> yeah they just completely dismissed them on the spot most of us
1: <laughs> <laughs> right right or we can also appreciate that perhaps these thoughts were serving us at a certain moment in our life when we needed them and now they're just obsolete and it's time for a software um up level or it's just time for the ceo to go on a a a new stream of edge (laughs) new training (laughs) yes mindset school yeah (laughs) and it's it's fascinating um you know like you said it's it's that secret ingredient to that powerful mind body and soul connection it's fascinating that when you look at the law of attraction And quantum physics, because right now I'm studying a PhD in in natural medicine, and we're bringing quantum physics into into health, basically. And I've been into spirituality for a long time and studied the law of attraction. They're basically saying the same thing. But law of attraction speaks more to people with spiritual mind, and quantum physics speaks more with scientific minds, which for me, I have both. And so they're, they're basically saying the same thing is a direct, you know, be intentional in directing your mind, your senses and your emotion in the direction that of what you want, speak in the direction of what you want to bring in. Mm. Don't talk about what is and about the problem. The more you talk about it and feel it and and feel angry and upset, the more it's going to recrystallize in your experience and come back. And so use these experiences that you don't like as a compass to go 180 degrees and say, okay, what do I want instead? And focus all of your attention on, on, on that, on that direction, not on, I'm not there yet. How come I'm not happy yet? No, no, no. You're moving in the direction of that. And so this is, I find this is something that for most people it's been really difficult to integrate, but yeah. once it's, it clicks, once you've seen this, you cannot unsee it and you cannot spend another minute or another second talking about what's not working in your life because you know you're you're wasting your precious time manifesting more of the of that which you don't want so it's like oh no let's be intentional okay i'm creating this this is what i'm creating and 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 be patient with yourself and with the universe love it
0: (laughs) and also i think like what you were saying it's it's because there's a There's got to be some sort of discipline to doing this. And many of us lack that discipline. It's like, yep, okay, I'm going to make that decision. I'm going to do that. I'm going to focus on where I want to go and wherever I'm at now. Okay, that's based on what I've been focusing on in the past, but I'm going to move forward. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, say, for example, you know, read my goals, set the intention, you know, visualize and, and everything. And then it starts to wear off. You start to life. You know, a lot of people say, well, life gets in the way. And I'm yes. always of the thing. But that is life. You know, that, that is your life almost. And but it's like, oh, this got in the way, I haven't had a chance to do this or I haven't visualized yeah. as much. And therefore they then look at, they're still in the same place. So, but why hasn't it happened? Because the discipline to aim for that is gone.
1: There's, there's that, uh, there's a discipline. You're right on that. Um, and there's also when we not, when we declare our big dreams, there's a reason why we haven't gotten them yet. And it's because subconsciously to have what we want would feel more of a threat than to stay where we are. Yeah. And I like to describe that as the war between the three brains. It's pretty funny <laughs> how, you know, how, when we understand this, it's, it's actually the principles behind self-sabotage. Yeah. You being stuck or going back to your old ways has served you in the past and the part of you that's afraid of what could go wrong if you were to get what you want and consciously it doesn't make sense but on the subconscious level it does and i'll explain why so we have our ancient brain which is the reptilian brain and it's the one that keeps us safe it's the one that that keeps us doing the same thing It it wants the groundhog day it wants things to stay the same because we know that if we do the same thing we did yesterday, we're going to survive another day. That's the the reptilian brain. And then there's the limbic brain that evolved a little bit later, which is the brain of emotions and memory storage. And, you know, with the amygdala and, and um, where we were able to be more empathetic with each other and understand each other on a, you know, on a more emotional level. And then the, the newest brain that evolved some, 30,000 years ago is the cortex and the prefrontal cortex. And this is the brain that wants to evolve and wants to get better and wants to change and wants to do all the right things. So the goals of the cortex and the goals of the reptilian brain are, are directly opposite. Mm. Reptilian wants the same cortex wants change. So when we start changing, when we start changing, I have this analogy of, 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 you start changing. It's like you have a post, and then you start changing with an elastic. And then the more you stretch the elastic, eventually poof, you get taken back yeah. Yeah. because the post is the reptilian brain. When you start changing, the cortex is like, "Yay, I'm I'm moving towards my goals." The reptilian brain is like, "No, I don't like this. No, no, it feels like a threat to survival, and it'll pull you right back. It'll make you sabotage. You'll have." life circumstances that come in the way, excuses, patterns with behaviors with people. You can't say no, people pleasing. You can't prioritize yourself and it'll bring you right back where you are. So the key is to actually understand what the reptilian brain is trying to protect you from. And usually it's, it's trying to protect you from the loss of three things, loss of security or safety, loss of love or loss of belonging. And anytime we change something in our life that we've been doing for a long time, it's going to threaten one of those three things. Yeah. So we need to harness the reptilian brain to basically, it's like um, <laughs> the people, people can't see it, but I, I'm holding kind of an elastic between two, two fingers. And, you know, one is trying to move forward and the post, the reptilian brain is holding back. So the key is to actually go look back. Behind the post and understand what the reptilian brain wants all along. It wants to protect you, it wants to keep you safe. And as long as it's, this is not acknowledged, it's going to hold its ground. And once this is acknowledged, what we do is we actually invite, inspire the reptilian brain, embark it into the vision with the cortex so that we actually move the post further along so that now we can. You know, send the elastic and project ourselves towards what we want.
0: Oh, I love that. Um, I know this is <laughs> I mean, kind of image, yeah, I but mean, I love it because obviously I can see you doing that visually. So, audience, just you know, look, think about an elastic band as you mentioned with two on two fingers and. And going around backwards instead of and then going forwards and it moving with you together. That's what yes. Was, that was the visual.
1: <laughs> yes, and that's when we're able to move successfully towards our goal. Yes. It's it's when the reptilian brain is on board, but we have to understand it first and acknowledge it, and that requires to go understand old wounds, mm. and kind of gather the life lessons from these wounds so that now we can move forward and recontextualize our lifetime of experiences and move forward doing something different and being different without having to remember to be different because being different doesn't mean you become somebody else it means you become even more of who you are already
0: expanded yes Definitely, and that's why I always believe in inner work as well as outer work. That you've got to be able to face what's going on inside, yes, in order to clear, in order to heal, and to move forward. And absolutely, again, like we said, it comes back to the energy leaks as well. By doing yep. that, we're blocking those energy leaks.
1: Yes, plugging them.
0: <laughs> yeah, Catherine, this has been this has been perfect for for what the message that i wanted and i know i'm as i've mentioned to you before we started recording i am someone very spiritual and even when i came across your details to invite you onto the show it was like something said to me you've got to have her on the show she, at mm-hmm. this time this month you've got to have her on the show now get in touch so thank you this this interview has definitely reignited the message that I wanted to get out there to the listeners. And I think you've said it in a great way. Is there any final message that you'd like to share with the listeners who are listening right now?
1: Yes. You don't, you don't have to tolerate things in your life that, that you don't like you having a life that you love is not only your destiny, but it is your duty Because when you're happy and you're doing the things that make you happy and you feel great, the ripple effect of that, you're contributing of your unique gifts into the world. You're inspiring other people to to also do the things that make them happy and tap into their gift. Imagine what kind of world we would live if everybody was tapping into their gifts in that way. So you have permission to be happy.
0: Love it. Thank you so much, Catherine. And finally, where can our listeners go to find out more about you and to connect with you and, and book your service?
1: Yes, thank you. Um, so I'm present on social media, on Facebook, um, Catherine Gagnon, Transformational Coach, both, both on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, on my website, it's uh, www.catherinegagnon.ca. So I'm, I'm going to spell it. Um, C www.ca. And I also offer monthly, free monthly masterclasses um, where I'm teaching um, a lot of stuff that I'm learning in my PhD in natural medicine, um, teaching about the law of attraction, quantum physics, bringing all, all of that together to create a life that you love. Uh, so it's not on my website yet but I can send you the link if you want to put it below the show notes. And it's every second um, Wednesday of the month. Um, might not be really uh, good for UK time. I mean, I think it would be 10.30, no, 9.30 UK time. But if you register, you'll get the recordings. So, um, yes.
0: No, that sounds really great. Yeah, definitely do send me the link, Catherine or Catherine, sorry, I still pronounced your name wrong earlier, so I apologize, but thank you again so much, and I am sure I will welcome you back, and we could touch on definitely another topic, because I'm sure there's a lot more that we can expand on this, and if you're like me, this is one of my favorite topics that we could talk for it. I could talk forever. on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Same here. And thank you so much Rita, for having me on your show and for, for listening to that, to that nudge and that intuition. Um, I, I do believe that acting on these gut feelings is so important and, and this is the magic of life. So thank you. I've really deeply appreciated this conversation with you. You're
0: welcome. Well, that's it, everyone, for another episode. Stay tuned for more from amazing guests like Catherine, if I said that right. (laughs) But um, I'd just like to wish you all um, a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll speak to you real soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more tips, motivation, and of course, inspiration coming up real soon. the show. Stay tuned for more tips, motivation, and of course, inspiration coming up real soon. If you want to email me and send me messages of what you thought of the show or anything you'd love me to cover on the show, please email me at coachrita at swasthealiving.com. Swastia Living is S-W-A-S-T-H-Y-A-L-I-V-I-N-G dot com. See you real soon. Bye.